What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we're spinning some fire today. Five scientific hacks to make completing a diet easier. We've all been there. We've all started a diet. And, you know, unfortunately, science shows most people fail a diet. But the good news is by listening to this episode, tuning in, we're giving you five high-level hacks to make it that much easier. But before we jump into the episode, Kyle's got an amazing opportunity to let y'all know about. So right now we are still looking for three people who want to achieve fat loss and that's anywhere between five and 25 pounds over the next 90 days. We'll help you exclusively through nutrition, through weekly check-ins, through unlimited accountability and support, habit changes, as well as our custom programming based off of your goals, desires, restrictions, and all that other stuff. So make sure to send us a message on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Right now, once again, we only do have three spots available. And we look forward to hearing from you into our biggest tips. Yeah, number one is going to be reverse diet. So it's very, I mean, everyone knows what a diet it is pretty easy, right? You're restricting calories or improving, uh, you know, output. Um, But reverse diets, what's really powerful about them is you have a plan once you're done your diet. This is where most people go wrong. And this is a dangerous time. You know, there's a reason why a lot of people who do their first physique competition, you know, a couple days after their show, they'll be 10, 15 pounds heavier. A couple months later, they'll be at their starting weight or worse. And it kind of feels like, why did I even go through all this effort just to undo it, right? So this is where reverse diets are really, really beneficial. Uh, You know, and what they are in a nutshell, is the idea with it is that you're gradually increasing your calorie intake to allow your body and metabolism to adjust so that you can actually avoid that weight regain and eat more calories to actively be at a higher set point for if you do dive into another cut or if you look to go into a bulk gives you more capacity to enjoy more food and maintain that lower body weight. And the reason this is so uh, important is because when you're dieting, your body is actually going to adapt in several different ways. So if you're restricting your calories, right, your basal metabolic rate, and that encompasses tons and tons of things, is going to actually decline, right? Because you're going to do less things. We've talked a lot about NEAT. We've talked a lot about different things like that. So even like NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So you know how much you're singing in the car, dancing in the shower, these random things, uh, you know, your body is going to start to slow down on that. You're going to notice yourself being less active. If you're someone who taps your foot, that'll start to subside. And, you know, the body's smart that way, right? It wants to slow this process of uh, you essentially starving yourself so it will adapt to do that. And the reason the reverse diet is so important is you can start to reintroduce it in a calculated way. This is newer science, but I can tell you firsthand it is incredibly successful. I would say that with about 80% of my clients, when we jump into reverse after a very dedicated cut, we can actually lose more weight while introducing more calories. And people always go, how are you doing this? Is this magic? What the heck is going on? And you know, the honest truth is you're replenishing a lot of hormones that have also been adapted as you've been in that deficit, right? Things like ghrelin, leptin, different things to trigger how full you are with your food, how hungry you are. And this is a really great way to kind of go about it. Um, And once again, there's two schools of thought. Some people say don't reverse, just reintroduce calories right away, let the body adjust. But I found that by reintroducing them intelligently, once again, you can kind of withstand or withhold that weight gain, if you will, and actually eat more calories, which is really, really exciting. Yeah. And like even, I mean, it's so powerful. I've done it numerous times over. Josh has done it himself. And then obviously we've had hundreds of clients as well, but you know, just it also like similar to what I'm going to be talking about diet breaks in a bit. It's just um, depending on your situation, like if you're someone who's like a crazy competitor who just like, you're like, you know what, I need everything. And it's just, it's just the way that my body feels. It might be a bit of a different situation, but I'd say for the most part, majority 
majority of people who are just doing a regular body fat or, or sorry, just a regular fat loss phase, you lose 20 pounds, you've done it for 12 to 16 weeks, and then you just need to kind of get back to a new set point because you, you essentially can't be in a deficit for the rest of your life. So that's where a reverse diet, because most of the times, especially for our clients, like we kind of, you know, get a little bit hungry in the end, but it's not going to be anything that's like crazy, like a competitor where they just might be like absolutely um, you just deprive like crazy. And I'd say just for the average person, like 90 to 95% of people, um, maybe even higher, a reverse diet is so, so, so beneficial. And when you think of it, like long-term success by doing this, you're going to be setting yourself up for success. Cause let's say you gain zero pounds. Let's say you gain two pounds, whatever the scenario is. The next time you go into one, then it'll help dieting weight. It just make it so much easier. Cause then you have a new set point. You're able to start with your calories higher and it just gives you so many different benefits. So yeah, reverse yeah, diets are huge. Even to add on there like where a lot of people go wrong is they finish a deficit and they say like am i supposed to eat these calories forever now that i'm at this new weight and you know if you don't realize that you can do this that's where people really get messed up because they feel held right they feel like they're without choice and you know they're like i can't do this forever and usually that's when you get that extreme behavior when you go so far on the opposite where you'll maybe binge eat while you're where you will over consume where you'll throw it all away so by knowing this it can go such a long way and you have to keep in mind you know this adaptive response in the body is powerful you know science has shown that people who are dieted down heavily dieted down will need five to 20 percent fewer calories a day to maintain the same weight and physical activity level as someone who has always been that weight so you have to keep in mind that this is a really interesting process and but you do need to know metabolic adaptation will work both ways so you can regenerate this process as you put on more muscle uh you know as you reintroduce those calories so you know once again this is a very complex kind of theme that we're trying to break down as easily as we can and you know if you want to easiest way to go about this and you're like i don't want to be thinking about this and doing thousands of hours of research to make sure i'm doing it right hit us up saying fat loss and we'll guide you through this process super easy our instagram is at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, is going to bring us into number two, which is just simply a diet break, right? So essentially, like there's different ways to approach it, but let's just say from a fat loss perspective, you know, it would be two weeks of maintenance, um, you know, and then let's say two weeks of just being in a deficit. And once again, there's so many different ways to approach it, but just to give you like a little bit of background and make it easier to understand, let's say instead of running a marathon completely straight, you might just be sprinting for a little bit and then resting, sprinting, resting. And for some people, this will be be easier. And the reason I like this example is because there are some people where doing the full marathon sprint uh, or sorry, straight is going to be way better. And just like you just will allow you to get there quicker. And it's just, that's all you want to do. You just don't want to think about it. Boom, done. And there's going to be a lot of people where, you know, just going back and forth and kind of sprinting, resting, that might be easier as well. So one of the biggest things and where most people go wrong is just for a diet break, they think that they can just eat whatever they want and whenever they want and just not care about anything at all. And that's definitely not it, right? This is simply a break from a deficit, um, but just not a break from caring about what you eat, right? So when it comes down to it, you want to essentially, let's say every two weeks, bring your calories up to a maintenance level, no more, no less. Like this is the point where you don't gain weight, you don't lose weight. Um, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be something that comes with trial and error. That's why weighing in uh, so much is going to be super important. Um, but this is just going to allow you to, for like a lot of people help with adherence. Um, you might experience less hunger. And the only thing though, is like, let's, let's say it takes, you know, for me, 15 weeks of dieting, being a deficit, I lose 20 pounds and then, and then I'm done from there. It might take you double the time, which would be 30 weeks, but it might be an easy easier process throughout. But once again, this is something that like, it depends on the type of person you are and you kind of have to ask yourself, would I rather be one and done, lose my 20 pounds, reverse diet, and then go from there. But I mean, you will still have to reverse diet 
afterwards from each scenario anyways, whether you choose a diet break scenario or whether you, um, you know, take the uh, regular dieting approach. But one other thing I was going to say is it doesn't have to be like, you know, for example, some people will say, oh, if I do a diet break, I'm going to do it every two weeks and just do it for the next like 20 weeks. But you could just use it sporadically. Like if you're someone who goes away on a vacation, if you're someone who just has like a heavy um, workload of just like uh, from work alone or just also from lifting, you could use them just for like more flexibility um, to allow yourself to just kind of like get nice and replenish, mentally relaxed and everything like that. And, you know, I use it quite a bit if anyone ever says they're on vacation if anyone says like hey you know I just this is going on I'm feeling super hungry it could be something where like you could just sprinkle it in here and there hey let's take a diet break this week let's go up to maintenance you're not going to be losing weight you're going to feel better everything's going to it might be half a step back but it will be two to three steps forward but this is something that you could definitely utilize and depending on the situation I'll sprinkle them in here and there and my clients love it and uh, they get great success from it yeah, work harder, not smarter. We'll just end it with that one. So definitely something to keep it on top of your mind. Number three is, uh, you know, just goal setting and rate of loss control. So by having goals, it makes it that much easier. You know, if your goal is to look really good, um, it's kind of vague, right? It's just, it's tough and it's hard to say, ah, I made it there. Um, but it is a lot easier when it's tangible. If you're like, I'm going to drop 15 pounds in 90 days. You know, that's a reasonable rate of loss. You know, we're looking at about 1.25 pounds per week, assuming it's a four-week month. Um, but, you know, okay, that's reasonable, right? Right? If you're really heavy, maybe you can have a higher rate of loss of three pounds, or if you don't have much to lose, maybe you want 0.5 pounds and perhaps you won't hit that goal every week, but then you can say, am I hitting that monthly goal? Am I still making it to that goal? And all those goals can tie everything together to make it that much easier and to make it kind of for you to have an end point, right? Even having that cutoff date is really valuable because that can allow you to grind through, you know, that little bit of pain, that little bit of adversity, just because you have that, uh, you know, kind of that end frame in mind. And just by knowing that it makes it that much easier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just one of the biggest things and, you know, just every single study uh, out there as well, you know, kind of going off the scientific front. Um, and, and the thing is, I'm not going to give a percentage because it varies every single study I've ever looked at. They just say, you know, having that actual goal, having that time frame will always increase your you know, likeliness of actually achieving a goal. So, you know, that's why we included it. It's uh, something very super to um, just think about because a lot of times we'll say, hey, so what are your goals? Like what, what what kind of like, you know, what's your ambition for this next 12 weeks or 16 weeks? And I'd say a lot of people don't really know exactly where they're going. And, you know, it's not going to be perfect, but at least if you have that direction, it's going to set you up for success. And that's going to bring us into number four, which is just simply eating more whole foods. Now, I mean, this is just something that is so overlooked and, you know, just going back to conversations with people and trying to figure out like what it is that someone's struggling with, I'd say a lot of the times is just simply kind of just doing the whole grab and go situation. And sometimes I'll look through someone's my fitness pal or just, you know, their spreadsheet or just kind of like talk to them. I'm like, oh, looks like we're not really as prepared as we should be, you know? And uh, I just truly believe that, you know, in order to make it an easier process, right? You know, and once again, it's not gonna be something that will be a walk in the park. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But I do believe by being more satiated, by getting more fiber, by getting more whole foods, like I always use the example there was like you know different uh, you know uh, not studies but just different like experiments out there I guess you could say of like okay what is uh you know what what is a Big Mac okay so I think it's about 600 calories and then they would put on the other plate like it was just a Big Mac versus a plate of uh, for me lately my my dinner's actually been very basic which has been uh, Uncle Ben's rice um, a little bit of kale salad and then also a chicken breast right let's say that might be 600 calories factored in it's a big difference between what you're getting how filling it's going to be and if you're someone who's just constantly going for the most 
satiating, um, high volume, high fiber, um, high nutrient dense foods, it's going to be way easier than the person who's just consistently grabbing and going, um, not really thinking about it, snacking a bunch, you know, having a bunch of donuts here and there, you know, you can definitely fit it in if you're craving, but it's a big difference. And that one change will literally make dieting 10 to 20 times easier, um, without a doubt for sure. Absolutely. That's a big one. And, you know, especially as you get deeper in a deficit, you can, you know, maybe you're starting with 80, 20 rule. Uh, you can tighten that up, make it 90, 10, you know, you can make it 95, five, like, you know, it is important that you do enjoy fun foods too, but sometimes you got to say, Ooh, you know, is it worth me eating this for me to be kind of starving? Cause it is such a big difference. If you have a big Mac combo, or if you have a huge salad with quinoa and all the vegetables and lots of chicken, it's two very different levels of fullness, right? So you have to make sure you are satiating yourself and putting yourself in a good position and into number five, which is know your psychology, right? So everyone's different. I have clients that say, ah, I, I don't like eating breakfast. I prefer kind of fasting and eating a little bit later into the night. I have people like myself, you know, I, I always like say nothing good happens after 8 p.m. You know, at 8 p.m., I, I just want to eat because I'm bored. I just want something good. It's the end of the day. Of course, I'm going to be a little hungry, but by me saying, eh, 8 p.m. is that cutoff time. I'm not going to eat past there. I save myself a lot of headache and I know that's my weakness and my tough time and everyone's so different. Maybe Kyle has a really busy day and he needs to eat at 8 p.m. every night. That's fine, right? There's no one size fits all here. And some people like having eight small meals. Some people like having one huge meal. Like you really need to play with it. Know your psychology, know where you perform best. And even, you know, some people such as myself, when I'm really hungry, I make bad decisions. So I try to not let myself get really hungry. You know, I kind of listen and lean into that. And, you know, by just knowing these different things and the better you can know yourself, the more you can hold yourself accountable and the more you can stay on track. Yeah. One of Josh's, so Josh said his fam famous quote, nothing good happens after 8 p.m. One of mine is just, if it's in the house, it'll be eaten and uh, one of my clients recently asked me like hey you know I just I, I find myself like I'm just trying to say no to donuts and this and that I'm like dude I'm like here's one of my favorite strategies it's just like I know I'm not going to bring donuts into my house or like let's say you know sugary things like ice cream like that's one of my guilty pleasures because I just know that within a given night I'm going to be bored I'm going to walk you know back and forth it's all going to get eaten right so I know myself you know someone like Josh likely does not have that problem um, but it's just it's one of my things right I like sugar and it's just I don't have much restriction or sorry much uh willpower at like 9 p.m right so i just know that if i have to go out of the house and go get an ice cream cone myself and put my clothes on and all that other stuff it's going to be you know and that's cool like i'll have maybe one of them will be 250 calories done right so just knowing your habits like josh was saying and knowing the type of person you are because we're all so unique and even a lot of times if you know a client happens to have a bad day or a bad week like you know we're humans it happens one of my biggest things is okay cool now let's spend a few minutes like journaling or reflecting on like what it was that caused that situation. And, you know, for a lot of people, it'll be just the lack of being prepared. Um, you know, I, I find every week there's, you know, just one or two people. And once again, we're human, so it doesn't make you a bad person. Oh, I didn't get a chance to do my meal prep. So I had to just go do this. And then, you know, just, oh, maybe I wasn't drinking enough water. So when you can actually know yourself and just start to pay attention to like what's going on at like 1 p.m. when you end up grabbing three donuts that your coworker brought in because you didn't bring lunch, um, then you start to realize like wow like this is what I need to do like now I need to bring my lunch now I need to pack this now I need anyways I could go on for days but that's something that's so important once again that I truly believe will change every single person's journey if you actually really start to like just think and reflect and uh, not be so hard on yourself and realize it will happen but when it does happen you can make those changes and make it uh, easier going forward by just uh, setting a new game plan
Yeah, so those are five, uh, you know, high level tips. Once again, I hope these really help people. We also have an episode with just 10 tips to make dieting easier. Those are more like small little things, you know, that are just going to guide you through it, like eating slower, but it is a really strong episode. So we will link that as well. Um, But once again, if you want the best help in the biz, you know, if you want to have a coach on your side, because together we cannot fail. If you're ready to make that investment and see real change, DM us saying fat loss to at Colossus Fit on Instagram, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Otherwise, that's it for today. We'll see you on Monday for Motivation Monday. Peace out.